This international soccer special on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50 at thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to the Nations League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. SGP Soccer is the Twitter account where you can also find the PL for lockbetting.com. The pin tweet every month will be the previous month. And in the month of October, we made over £3,400. There is no time, there is no better time to sign up if you want to make money on soccer. I don't think I've ever made more money at the start of the month in soccer as I have here in November. Just look at the results. The Champions League last week, the, the Tuesday was 9-2. and two. The Wednesday was 6-3. and three. The Europa League was 8-2. and two. I had a 10-1 and one Saturday and I had a 6-2 and two day on Thursday where I went 8-2 and two overall and a 6-0 and oh podcast with the lock landing on England to keep the clean sheet at 10-11 to 11 versus the Republic of Ireland. We're absolutely on fire here. There is no better time to sign up over at lockbetting.com and you'll still get a large majority of the month if you sign up now for tennis, NFL, UFC, boxing, soccer, WWE, you name it. We cover all the sports over there. We've even got money on the golf at the moment as well. And um, the tennis actually in particular, we've had nine winning days out of the last 10. Nine winning days out of the last 10. So we're going super strong in football and tennis. And uh, admittedly, we are looking for a bounce back in the NFL this week, but we expect to get it because we are having a massive winning season and we are looking for that bounce back here on Sunday with NFL Week 10. So head over to lockbetting.com. Also check out my free NFL show over at the Dirty Sheets podcast. Just search the Dirty Sheets podcast and track down the NFL show there. Me and my colleague Cav are coming off sweeping our locks last week. So we look to do that again this week. And as I said, if you want my official picks for the NFL, it's lockbetting.com. So let's roll on with this Nations League show. As I said, we did go 6-0 and last time with the leans that we gave out. And we begin here with the Nations League on Saturday with... It's debatable whether this is the game of the week or not. We begin with Portugal at home to France. A very, very difficult game to call... 
because France are just coming off the back of a very embarrassing result, a 2-0 home defeat against Finland. They had a 2-1 underdogs here. It's 11-8 on Portugal and it's 11-5 here on the draw. These are two teams who are separated here by goal difference. So winning this game could give you the group. I think we're going to see a very tight and cagey game. Portugal are very, very good at home in European competition. And France are coming off an embarrassing result. But at the end of the day, they are still the world champions. And it's very, very hard to see them losing back-to-back games. I think this is going to play out into a draw. And if it doesn't, I think one of these two teams may nick this game by one goal, possibly 1-0. But what I don't see is three goals in this game. I don't see a massively high-scoring encounter. I think this is going to go under 2.5 goals, which is available 8-11 to here. Portugal, as I said, are good at home. They've won seven of the last eight matches at home. Portugal, though, have kept a clean sheet in six of those seven home assignments. And France have actually failed to registered, register in two of the last three games, including that 2-0 home defeat against Finland. And automatically, much like that game we covered on... On Wednesday, where I gave the under out on Holland versus Spain, where you look at those teams and you think they're going to be attacking. Here you look at these teams and you see Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, Kylian Mbappe, Anton Griezmann. And you think goals, goals, goals. Well, the statistical data doesn't doesn't prove that. Plus, neither does games with high stakes on the line, which this one is, because it could determine the winner of this group. And Portugal will want to get through and win this group because they are the defending champions and they won't want to go at the group stage. But if France can get a point here, they will have the advantage because they have the easier game to finish off with than Portugal will do who need to go away to Croatia so I think this will be a very very tight game I don't know who takes it Portugal very good at home France are the world champions coming off an embarrassing loss lots of quality on the pitch but we're going to see a cagey game here I think when neither manager wants to lose it and it could be decided by a singular goal but I don't think we get to three so I'm going to take the under here under 2.5 at 8 to 11 here between Portugal and France the final game I'm going to cover here on Saturday is much more clear cut. Germany are the ones three favourites at home to Ukraine. It's five to one to draw, and it's nine to one in Ukraine. Ukraine have given themselves a fighting chance in this group with their upset win over Spain, but Spain still topped the group with seven points. Germany have only won one of their first four, but they have three draws, so they're unbeaten on the group on six points. If they win out, they will win this group. But what's very, very interesting is if Germany win this game against Ukraine and Spain win the game against Switzerland, we will have a decider on Wednesday between Spain and Germany to see who wins the script. The only way we don't actually get a decider is if Germany lose this game to Ukraine. So providing Germany win and take themselves on to nine points. Spain can do anything in their game. They can lose it to Switzerland and they'll still be on seven. They can draw it and they'll be on eight. Or they can win it and maintain their one-point edge. But either way, as long as Germany win here against Ukraine, which I think they will, we are going to see a decider. I think Germany win and win well here. I think they cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap, which is available here at four to six. I also think Germany here will be able to score over 2.5 team goals, which is available at six to five. And the reason I prefer prefer that bet is because Germany haven't been keeping clean sheets. So in order to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line, they will have to score three goals here. Germany scored three or more in five of the last eight home matches. Ukraine shipped seven and four goals respectively in recent meetings with France and Spain. However, Ukraine have scored at least once in 10 of the last 12 assignments and Germany are not defending well at the moment. They are leaking a lot of goals despite coming into this off the back of a clean sheet, which interestingly they did with their rotated team on 
Wednesday here where the full side will be out and they'll be in full force looking for a win and looking to win this group. And in order to do that, they're probably going to have to win here and they're probably going to have to win in Spain. So I do expect Spain to beat Switzerland. But I like Germany here, over 2.5 team goals available at 6-5, plus 120 here on Saturday. We move on to Sunday here and we look at Scotland's trip away to Slovakia where Slovakia rated at 13 to 8. It's 9 to 4 to draw and it's 8 to 5 on Scotland. For me, this is a very, very easy play here on the under. The under in this game is available at four to five, but I don't see goals in this game because Scotland are just coming off playing a uh, a qualifying game, as are Slovakia. Slovakia and Scotland both managed to get through, so they're still both going to be tired, though. They both played 120 minutes on Thursday, so I'm not seeing any kind of goal fest here. Five of Scotland's last six games in all competition have featured under 2.5 goals. So Slovakia have only managed four goals in their four Nations League contest and Slovakia are winless from their four Nations League matches and sit bottom of the group and Scotland sit top of the group with 10 points so feasibly Scotland could come into this game and draw it and have a stalemate and they could do the same on Wednesday away to Israel and those two points will be enough to give Scotland this group so I'm not seeing many goals here I don't see much incentive here for Slovakia they are rock bottom of this group the incentive only really lies with Scotland who were looking like they're going to win this group. They're four points clear of the Czech Republic. And as I said, they only need two points to win it. And Slovakia are rock bottom. They're four points behind Israel in third place. So it's very unlikely, unless they win out, they can get off the bottom. I don't think they'll be motivated enough to do that. I think they've achieved what they wanted to achieve. They've got through to Euro 2021 along with Scotland. And off the back of both teams playing 120 minutes, I'm not expecting much here from this game at 2 o'clock here on Sunday. Under 2.5 goals for me at the very good price of 4-5. to five. We are going to stick with those unders here for the next game, the five o'clock on Sunday. Wales at home to Republic of Ireland, where Wales are the even money favourites. Two to one to draw, and it's 16 to five on the Republic. The Republic have been a lock machine here. However, we take them, whether we take under 2.5 goals, whether we take them to fail to score against England, England to keep a clean sheet. Ireland are cashing international locks and we are not going to get off the lock train here. The under 2.5 goals is available here at 4 to 7. It's a short price. It's chalky, but you cannot not take it. A 4 to 7, this is going to cash for you. Wales are a team who have won six of their last eight home games, keeping a clean sheet on six occasions. So they themselves are very defensively astute. They have won 1 0 in four of these eight home matches. And the Republic of Ireland are winless in seven games and have failed to score in each of their last five. How do we see three goals in this game? We don't. It's going to be under 2.5 goals. It's at four to seven. It's chalky. It's short, as I said, but we have to take it because Republic of Ireland don't score goals. And until we do, this is an auto play for me against the Republic of Ireland to continue to be in low scoring games. Up next, we look at this game here between Austria and Northern Ireland, where Austria are available at 1-3. to three. It's 19-5 to five to draw, and it's 10-1 to one on Ireland. It's a shame we didn't do this a couple of days earlier, because Austria were at 4-9. to nine. They never were at 1-2. to two. They're always strong favourites to win this game, but now they're at 1-3, to three, and it has affected the handicap price here of minus 1 on the Asian handicap line, where it's now at 4-6. to six. But I still like it. 
because you still get a push if Austria just win by one goal. But I don't think they will. Austria are a team who are trying to win this group and Northern Ireland are a team who are absolutely demoralised. They lost in 120 minutes to lose their shot at Euro 2021 qualification. Here in the Nations League, they haven't really tried. They sit bottom of the group. They won't want to be playing this game. They need to fulfil their obligations and that's what they're here to do. And you have one team who are trying to win and one team coming off 120 minutes of football. A major disappointment here with nothing to play for and fulfilling their obligations. For me, it just seems like a game that Austria win and win well. And the fact you're getting the minus one here at four to six really does represent some value because even if Austria do win by one goal, you still end up getting a push. The only way you lose this is if Northern Ireland come here and get a result. I don't think there's any chance of that happening. Not when you look at the incentives of the two teams. Austria are neck and neck with Norway and they're trying to stay ahead of them. And I think they win this game. And subsequently, I also think Norway go and win away to Romania. It's not one of the games I've listed to cover, but they're the six to five favourites to win in Romania. And as I said, these are the top two. They're neck and neck at the top. And both of them, I think, progress with wins heading to the final games on Wednesday. So take Austria minus one here at four to six against a Northern Ireland team who will be devastated and don't want to be playing in this game on Sunday. Up next, we have what I think is the game of the weekend because it's certainly going to be more action-packed than Portugal versus France. It's England going to Belgium, where Belgium are the 6-4 favourites. It's 23-10 to to draw and it's 7-4 here on England. I think you're getting a very good price here on the world's number one team, Belgium. They dominated for large periods of the game here in England at Wembley, they were one 0 up until they took the foot. Off, they took their foot off the pedal and allowed England back into the game. But otherwise, they were very much controlling the game at the start. They beat England twice in the 2018 World Cup. They are the number one ranked team in the world. There's a lot of turmoil at the moment around England and the discipline of their players. England are coming off the back of losing their last game at home to Denmark, which puts them in a difficult position in this group. It actually puts them in third place. And if Denmark win and Belgium win, then Belgium versus Denmark will be the deciding game. But Belgium in a very, very strong position. They All they need to do here is draw and win. And that's it. They only need four points now to win this group. And that will be enough for them. There won't be any way for England and Denmark to to overtake them. If Belgium draw this game against England and subsequently beat Denmark, they move themselves on to 13 points and nobody here can get on to 13 points. But I personally think Denmark have done the job here. I think they're going to get maximum points. They finished out, as I said, with two home games. They've already won away to Denmark. They've already dominated large periods of the game against England. Both teams, though, have scored in seven of Belgium's last eight games. And I do expect that to continue because Belgium haven't got a very strong defensive lineup. But in attack, they are full of star-studded names, including Kevin De Bruyne and Romelu Lukaku, who has scored 15 goals in 12 appearances for club and country this season. He's on absolute fire. This Belgian team have won 14 of their last 16 games. And although England haven't conceded more than two Two goals since a 3-1 extra time loss to Holland in June 2019. The highest calibre of opponent they played is Belgium and that was at Wembley. But here they're coming to Belgium. It's going to be a very different game. I think the incentive is going to be bigger for Belgium. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be full of goals. I like Belgium here as a 
pick. And as I said, you're getting value here on the line because the pick then moves to eight to 11 on Belgium, even money on England. That's how you, um, bet it by taking the draw out. Obviously, 6-4 to four Belgium on the money line includes the draw, but the pick market, the draw-no-bet market, has Belgium at 8-11, to 11, England at evens, and I like Belgium here as a pick to get revenge on England and put themselves in a very, very strong position to win this group and complete the job against Denmark on Wednesday. But looking at that Denmark game, I think there is value in taking Denmark here at 2-5 to five on the money line against Iceland. That's a good parlay piece. Iceland are coming off a heartbreaker against Hungary, which was good for us because we picked Hungary here on the money line. We also had the over two goals in that one because I said every game would go under, but over at lockbetting.com, I did sway to that one going over because I just couldn't see four unders, but it was very, very close. It required a 94th minute goal, and that makes it even more heartbreaking. And Iceland here, much like Northern Ireland earlier are just fulfilling their obligations. They can't do anything in this group. They are going to finish bottom. They just have to play out these games and they're playing it out after a heartbreaking loss in a 94th minute. They didn't even get their opportunity to play extra time. They led most of that game against Hungary. They led from inside the first 20 minutes and then late on, Hungary scored two goals and eliminated Iceland from Euro 2021. Heartbreaking. I don't see them turning up for this one. I see Denmark winning easily in that game. The last game I'm going to look at here is Italy at home to Poland, where Italy are the uh, four to six favourites here to win this game. It's five to two to draw and it's 17 to four here on Poland. I like Italy to win this game. Poland are a massively improving nation. And obviously with Lewandowski in your team and the likes of uh, Milik as well, you always have a chance of causing an upset. But Italy just have more talent overall. They've managed to rebuild themselves after having a few down years. They have qualified very, very easily for Euro 2021. They have a good mix now between young and old because for a while, these young players weren't coming in. But you have the youngsters there now. Plus, you have the likes of Immobile, who is now finally establishing himself as an international player. He's beginning to score goals. His Serie A form is now translating to the Italian team. You have the old heads like Lorenzo Insignia, you have uh, Benucci still at the back, but then you have the young guard. You have Jorginho at Chelsea, you have Mosa Keane, who's currently on loan at PSG from Everton, and at the back, you have Alessio Romagnoli, the AC Milan captain, one of the top rated defenders in the world, one of the key reasons for the emergence of AC Milan. So, this is a very, very solid team. They haven't done brilliantly this Nations League campaign. They are unbeaten, but much like the Germans we spoke about earlier, they have drawn three and won one, but they have the opportunity here to win out a home win against Poland and an away win against Bosnia, who are bottom of the group. And that sends Italy through and gives them the group here. Holland are tailing behind. I expect them to beat Bosnia here on Sunday and give themselves a chance to win this group but nobody has a chance if Italy win out and that's what I'm expecting them to do and I like Italy here to beat Poland at the price of four to six so I do think they have the better quality obviously they've rotated players in the week and everybody will be here and available it's a solid solid team when you look at the names that I just outlined and I expect Italy to be able to beat Poland here at home finish the job against Bosnia and qualify from this group. Closing out with the lock on this show, look, I 
don't want to do this because it seems like a bit of a cop-out. It seems too easy. It seems like a cheat and an autoplay. But you have to take the under in the Republic of Ireland game here against Wales. Um, so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two locks because that does feel like cheating. It does feel like you guys almost at this point are trained to ride that trend until it comes to the end of its journey. But by the time that happens, we would have cashed with it, cashed with it so many times. I don't think anybody will be in any position to complain. So for the secondary lock, I am going to take Austria minus one on the Asian handicap line here at four to six. I spoke about this at length. Um, I just don't see how mentally Northern Ireland turn up in this spot after 120 minutes of football on Thursday. They're bottom of the group. They have nothing to play for. And in contrast to them, Austria have plenty to play for because they are trying to win this group. And they are neck and neck with the Norwegians who are playing away to Romania here. I mean, look at this group. Both Norway and Austria have played four. Both of them have won three. And both of them have lost one. Their goal difference actually favours Norway, who destroyed Northern Ireland away from home. And that gives them a plus eight goal difference. And the Austrians only have a plus two goal difference. And the only reason why Austria are top of this group is because head to head counts ahead of goal difference. So they're so narrowly ahead. They're going to need to win this game. And I think they will win this game convincingly. It means a lot more to them than it does to Northern Ireland, who are simply fulfilling an obligation here. So Austria minus one on the Asian handicap line. That pushes if it ends up being an Austria win by just a single goal. But I think they'll win convincingly. I think we'll land both of these locks for a 2-0 sweep here on this Nations League show. And that concludes your Nations League show. But I'll be back with another Nations League show in the week. I'll have that out as early as Monday. So you have plenty of time to get on with your bets. And then next week, the usual domestic football returns with Das Bundesliga show and the EPL show. And over at lockbetting.com, we will have the European show as well. Don't forget, over at Sports Gambling Podcast Network, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, I am doing another edition of The Fight Show because this weekend, UK's Kel Brook takes on Terence Crawford and I will be covering that for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But of course, all roads for me lead through lockbetting.com where you can get all of my official plays. I love all of this soccer action this weekend. I don't usually like playing too much international football because you don't know how seriously people People are going to take it. But at this point in time, when you're so close to qualifying for the semi-finals of the Nations League, or if you have the opportunity to do so, then that is a really good spot to take these international teams, especially over the next two games. Plus, there's good fade spots as well here, fading teams that just don't care. Maybe that's enough information for you to work it out. Maybe not. If it's not, then head over to lockbetting.com where I'll make it very easy for you. I'll give you all of my official plays and you can get along with get on the lockbetting.com winning train where we have won for 89 straight months and I think we're already on course for our 90th month because we've started we started so strongly this month stronger than my speaking skills at this point of the podcast that's for sure one more thing i'm going to plug here at the end of the show on the off chance that any of you guys were big 
wrestling fans in the late 90s. I am doing a podcast at the moment. It will be out on November the 23rd with Vince Russo. Vince Russo is the man who wrote the WWE WWF Attitude Era. He's responsible for the creation of the likes of Mick Foley, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. The likes of The Undertaker were already there. But Vince Russo wrote for all of them and then he left WWF, WWE and went to WCW and then worked with the likes of Rowdy Piper, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan and many, many more. So if you watch wrestling at this time, I'm doing a podcast called Podcast on a Pole with my colleague Cav Manning, who does the NFL show form with me. The NFL show that I do is available over at the Dirty Sheets podcast. But if you want to listen to Podcast on a Pole, search it, subscribe to it. I'd really appreciate if you guys just did that anyway so that we can get our numbers up for this brand new podcast that I'm involved in. But if you like wrestling at that time and you want to know the inside scoops, because he's going to talk about the ins and outs, any disputes he had with WWF owner Vince McMahon, because Vince McMahon is the owner of the company and Vince Russo was the writer. So everything you saw on TV was written by Vince Russo. And that's the guy we're going to be doing the podcast with. We're going to be running through everything month by month. Small commitment. It's a monthly podcast, just around about an hour and 15 minutes every month. So I just wanted to give a little plug out for that. And I'd appreciate if you guys subscribe to that and listen to it. Plus, I'm also looking for subscribers still to the Soccer Gambling Podcast and review for the Soccer Gambling Podcast over on iTunes. We are coming off a show, as I said last time, where we ended up going 6-0. and We are posting strong lot records for bonus shows. We're 100% on international football. Thus, Bundesliga show, the EPL show. And all I'm asking you guys to do is do the reviews. You don't need to sign up for my picks. You don't need to go over to lockbetting.com. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to PayPal me. Always getting messages saying, do you just sell one-day packages for soccer or whatever? No, I don't do that. I don't do any of that Twitter shit where I sell one day this or one day that. I'm just completely legit. Lockbetting.com is where I do everything. And if you don't want to sign up for the picks, then just keep getting them from the show. But all I ask is for you guys to leave some reviews for the Soccer Gambling Podcast on iTunes. They would be much appreciated. That's it from me and this edition of the Nations League show. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.